Battle Ridge, Wyoming didn't look like much. Carlin Reed pulled her faded red Subaru into a parking space in front of an empty store and looked around. There probably wouldn't be any jobs here, but she'd ask around anyway. She'd found work in some of the damnedest places, doing things that she'd never before have considered. Work was work, money was money, and she'd learned not to be picky. She wasn't above doing yard work, washing dishes, or just about anything else as long as it didn't involve prostituting herself. Her first attempt at mowing a lawn on a riding mower had been something worthy of a clip on YouTube, but she'd learned. From what she could see, Battle Ridge had fallen on hard times. Her atlas gave the population as 2,387, but the atlas was six years old, and from what she had seen driving in, she doubted Battle Ridge supported that many residents now. She'd passed empty houses, some with for-sale signs that had been up so long they'd become dingy and weather-beaten, and empty stores with for-sale or lease notices in the windows. Here, in the West, it would still be considered a fair-sized town, especially in a state the size of Wyoming, with a grand total population of half a million people. Nevertheless, the reality was that half the buildings around her were standing empty, which meant she'd likely be moving on. Not right this minute, though. Right now, she was hungry. Not surprisingly, traffic was light. Hungry or not, Carlin sat in the dusty four-wheel drive SUV and through her dark sunglasses carefully studied everything around her, every vehicle, every person. Caution had become second nature to her. She hated losing the unconscious freedom and spontaneity she'd once known, but looking back, she could only marvel at how unaware she'd been, how vulnerable. The level of her vulnerability might change depending on circumstances, but she was damned if she'd add in the factor of not being aware She'd already noted that the license plates of the cars and trucks parked on each side of the street were all from Wyoming. There was little chance her movements could have been anticipated, since she hadn't known she'd be stopping here. But she still checked. Two buildings down on the right was a cafe, the Pie Hole. Three pickups were parked in front, even though two o'clock in the afternoon wasn't exactly a prime mealtime. The name of the cafe amused her and she wondered about the person who had come up with it, whether a quirky sense of humor or a don't-give-a-damn attitude was behind the choice. Her amusement was momentary, though, and she returned to studying her surroundings. Directly behind her was a hardware store. Another small cluster of vehicles was parked in front of it. To the left was a general store, a laundromat, and a feed store. A block back, she'd passed a small bank, and beside it had been a post office. Down the street, she could see a gas station sign. There would probably be a school, and maybe people from 50 miles around drove their kids here. Was the town big enough to support a doctor or a dentist? To her, it seemed like a good deal. A thousand or more patients and no competition. A person could do worse. After she'd watched for a few minutes, she settled back and watched some more waiting for that inner sense to tell her when she'd been patient long enough. She'd learned to listen to her own instincts. The normalcy seeped into her bones. There was nothing frightening here, nothing unusual going on. She got her baseball cap from the passenger seat, 
pulled it on, and grabbed her road atlas and hooded tech jacket before getting out of the Subaru. Though it was summer, the air was cool. The tech was very lightweight, just a couple layers of nylon, but it had so many pockets that it had actually taken her days to locate all of them. If she had to run, everything she needed was in those pockets. ID, money, a throwaway cell phone with the battery removed and stored in yet another pouch, a pocket knife, a small LED flashlight, even a couple of ibuprofen and some protein bars. Just in case. Seemed as if these days she surrounded herself with just-in-case items and scenarios. She was aware and prepared. She hit the lock button on the remote and slipped the key and remote into her right front jean pocket, then headed toward the little cafe. Her leggy stride covered the distance at a fast clip, just one more detail about her that had changed during the past year. Once she'd never gone anywhere in a hurry. Now her instinct was to move, to get from A to B, get her business accomplished, then move on. While it was true that a rolling stone gathered no moss, she wasn't worried about getting mossy. More to the point, a moving target was harder to hit. Still, when she reached the cafe door, her own reflection startled her. Baseball cap, long blonde hair in a ponytail, sunglasses. When had she acquired the whole Sarah Connor Terminator vibe? When had she become someone she barely recognized? The answer to that was easy. The moment she'd realized Brad was trying to kill her.